tolerate this loyalty. So I'ma see you when I see you. Know that day coming. I pray that on that day you slip and say something. I never fantasize about murder because I'm still sane. But I can't seem to fight this urge to make you feel pain. I know that vengeance is the Lord's and it's not for me. I know the punishment for you is that you're not with me. You place your value on the bitches that you got with me. And now the bitches ask you daily why you're not with me. I had to cut some people off because they was using me. My heart is big, I want to give too much and usually. I send the bread and don't hit back for like two months now. You hit my phone, you need a loan, no, I'm a crutch now. I had to learn, I never had shit. You never would split. You was hood rich. I couldn't get a dollar from you, I remember that. It was blurry for a while, but now it's coming back, coming back. So today's episode, we're just going to talk about, you know, pretty much what we've gotten so far with Black History Month and today's NBA games. Um, obviously, on the first, we've got a lot of news. Uh, this New Jersey lady got killed and we got the Tyree Nichols funeral. So we'll talk about all that. Uh, but first, we'll start off with tonight's NBA games. Um, granted, if you are new here, I talk about gematria and astrology, both basically esoteric knowledge topics. Uh Gematria is a form of numerology. It's the practice of uh, assigning and coding letters and numbers, uh, or basically assigning numerical value to letters and words and shit. Uh, four base ciphers based in the alphabetic 
or in the English alphabet, forwards and backwards, and forwards and backwards with the rules of numerology applied. If you need a breakdown, just listen to the other episodes. I'm not going to go into it, but anytime you hear me say a number equals this or that, or a word rather equals this or that, it's in these four base ciphers. Uh, so yeah, um, you know, that's what we'll be talking about. Uh, so today, <clears throat> February 3rd, 2023. Uh, we've got 48 day numerology because 2 plus 3 plus 20 plus 23 equals 48. And we got 12 day numerology because 2 plus 3 plus 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 3 equals 12. Then 28 day numerology uh, because 2 plus 3 plus 23 equals 28. I'm gonna see if you can critical think and see how I did all that. Nonetheless, uh, with <clears throat> uh, yep. Yeah. It's the 109th day of the NBA season. 109 is the 29th prime number. It's the 34th day of the the of the year. Excuse me. 331 days left. Today is Friday. So first of all, shout out to all the Libras and Aries. Just because Aries is obviously Libra. Uh, but yeah, Venus Day. And shout out to all the Tauruses. Because Taurus as well is ruled by Venus. And your opposite is a Scorpio. So Friday using the alphabet forwards is 63. Using the alphabet forwards with numerology is 36. Using the alphabet backwards, it's 99. Using the alphabet backwards with numerology, it's 36. Venus equals 81 forwards. It equals 18 back, uh, forwards with numerology applied. It equals 54 backwards and 27 <clears throat> backwards with the rules of numerology. I'm talking about Venus because that's what Friday is named after, and Venus rules over Taurus and Libra. It's National Wear Red Day. Think of the red teams. Uh, note the solid gains on the board, so play smart, weigh the scales. Uh, first game we'll talk about the Hornets versus the Pistons. Detroit's favored by two points or one and a half, uh, 240 uh, or 239 over and under, 239 and a half rather. The Pistons are 60 and 62 in the regular season versus the Hornets, 32 and 27 at home. No playoff experience between the two. Uh, the Pistons can stay on 39 losses. Charlotte equals 39. On the, fifth, uh, on the flip side, the Hornets can pick up their 313th total win. Detroit equals 313. If the Pistons <clears throat> the Pistons lose the next three games, they'll have 22 losses at home. The third game would be against Boston. We should know Boston equals 22 if you listen to my podcast, any, And we also know basketball equals 22. Kobe Bryant scored 81 points on the 22nd day of the year. <laughs> Uh, this past NBA Finals, actually, in 2022, Boston just went to their 22nd NBA Finals appearance. Uh, but if the Pistons did lose, they'd pick up the 21st. They'd pick up their 21st loss. Wait, what? At home, rather, versus the Suns. Suns equals 73, which is the 21st prime. Give me the Hornets for the win. Uh, let me see. Well... Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Give me the Hornets for the win. I like that. Then again, Charlotte equals 39. Hornets could pick up their 39th loss. Yeah, I'm going for the Hornets with the win. <clears throat> uh, next game, we got the Kings versus the Pacers. Pacers are 51 and 44 versus the Kings. Uh, 31 and 16 at home. Pacers can pick up their 12th home loss of the season. Today has 12 day numerology. Sacramento equals 37, which is the 12th prime. The Pacers could also pick up their 30th loss of the season when Kings equals 30. If the Kings win two of the next three, they'll have 31 wins. Houston equals 31 and 32. We know James Harden, J.J. Watt, and George Springer all left Houston at age 31. 
Um, the Kings coach can stay on 237 losses. Indiana Pacers equals 237. So give me the Kings for the win. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Blazers versus Wizards. Wizards are 56 and 63 versus the Blazers, 32 and 27 at home. Blazers can pick up their 12th road win. Wizards can stay on 12 home wins. Today has 12 date numerology. Portland equals 37. Wizards equals 37. 37 is the twin, or excuse me, 37 is the 12th prime number. The Blazers could go into the Bulls game with 12 road wins when Bulls equals 12. Remember when Michael Jordan lost his jersey or it got stolen, he had to wear number 12. On the flip side, the Blazers can pick up their 27th loss. Capital One Arena equals 270. Hmm. Give me the Blazers for the win. <clears throat> Next, we got the Celtics versus the Suns. Boston favored by 10. Uh, the Celtics are 75 and 59 versus Suns. 42 and 23 at home. So Celtics probably going to win because, you know, these two played in the 1976 NBA Finals and the Celtics could pick up their 76 win. It's Black History Month. We know black and brown. Actually, that last Celtics game. <clears throat> When they beat the Nets, they scored 139 points. Jalen Brown equals 139. You know, Jalen Brown wears number seven. You know, God is seven. That's why whenever a black athlete is the best player on the team <clears throat> and he's wearing number seven on that team, he's not. he never wins a championship unless he changes his number or goes to a different team, shit like that. Look at KD. Can't win a ring with the Nets. Wears number seven. <laughs> right? Am I right or wrong? Look at Michael Vick. Right, Randall Cunningham, right? Look at Barry Bonds when he wore number seven. Come on, man. Even when he wore number 25, two plus five is seven. I digress. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, he wore numbers. He wears number seven. Um, he scored, I think he scored 26 points against the Nets when God equals 26. You know, G the seventh letter, O the 15th, uh, D the fourth. Add that up. I'm pretty sure you get 26. Um, God equals 26. He wears number seven, you know, yeah. 139 points. I'm pretty sure he's probably the best player, and he's the blackest player on that team. So we know God is the black man, woman, and child. Nonetheless, <clears throat> 1976 is also the year Black History Month was recognized by the federal government. That's that number 76. Again, read Acts chapter 7, verse 6. Uh, the Celtics can become 76 and 59 versus Suns all time. Slave equals 76. Negro equals 76. Blues equals 76. Slave equals 59. Negro equals 59. Blues equals 59. 76 and 59 are the most commonly coded numbers over black history and black people, period, along with the number 42. It's the 34th day of the year. We know black equals 34. The Celtics are 79 and 61 versus Suns all time. Playoffs included 45 and 23 at home. <clears throat> uh, Phoenix equals 46. Hmm. They're going to get that 46 home win. Uh, the Suns, on the flip side, if you like the Suns, they can stay on 17 away losses. The game is on NBA TV. NBA TV equals 59, which is the 17th prime number. If the Celtics lose, they would go into the Detroit game on 37 wins when Detroit equals 37. The Suns can stay on 118 losses, 118 days after their, excuse me, the Suns head coach can stay, Monty Williams can stay on 118 losses, 118 days after his birthday when Celtics equals 118. So if you like the uh, Suns, I would put a dollar on their ass because they, they have an upset narrative. <clears throat> uh, next, we got the Hawks versus the Jazz. The Jazz are 58 and 51 versus the Hawks, 35 and 18 at home. Uh, the Jazz can pick up their 28th win. 
in the series uh, of, the, of the season, excuse me, Hawks equals 28. If the Hawks lose, they will stay on 96 wins, and then they play the Nuggets next when Nuggets equals 96. If you like the Hawks, the Hawks can pick up their 14th road win of the season. Utah equals 14, but I'm going with the Jazz. Who I said I had that lag game? <coughs> Celtics, yeah, and then I had Trailblazers. Kings. Uh, Hornets. All right, so let's see. Magic versus Timberwolves. Minnesota favored by five. Timberwolves are 24 and 42 versus Orlando, 15 and 17 at home. Uh, the Timberwolves can stay on. <clears throat> the Timberwolves can pick up their 12th loss, home loss of the season on the 12 day numerology. On the flip side, the Magic's head coach can pick up his 93rd loss. Minneapolis is on the 93rd Meridian. Minneapolis, Minnesota equals 93. Minnesota Timberwolves equals 93. If the Timberwolves win the next two, they'll have 30 wins when Nuggets equals 30. The next game, um, which would is against the Nuggets, and that would be the tougher opponent. So they play the Nuggets back-to-back, so they have two chances to get their 30th win against the Nuggets. <clears throat> so we're definitely getting going with the Timberwolves to win this game. And Raptors and Rockets. Rockets are 29-24 and 24 versus the Raptors. 20 and 6 at home, no playoff history, uh, obviously. The Raptors can pick up their 31st loss. Houston equals 31, and that's the best number to play in Houston. The Raptors can stay on 23 wins on 2 slash 3. If the Raptors lose the next two, they'll have 32 losses after the Grizzlies game. Grizzlies equals 131, which is the 32nd prime number. If Houston wins the next two games, Houston's head coach will have 52 wins. Oklahoma City equals 52, and that's the next game. OKC equals 52 as well. The Rockets have good value and good narrative to pick up the win. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rockets for this one. I might regret that shit. Actually, nah, man. Give me the Rockets to cover the spread. Give me the Raptors for the win. Uh, Philly versus Spurs. Spurs are 59 and 43 versus Sixers, 35 and 14 at home. They're 63 and 46 versus Sixers all time, 38 and 15 at home. The Spurs can pick up their 15th win. 76ers equals 15. And 76ers can stay on 33 wins when Spurs equals 33. Uh, <clears throat> the Sixers can pick up their 34th win of the year on 34 date numerology. 76ers equals 34. Spurs can pick up their 39th loss of the year or in the series. No, yeah, of the year. And 24th road loss, 76ers equals 39 and 21. Spurs' next win is the 15th, and their next game is on the 15th day numerology. Give me the Sixers for the win. That'll conclude NBA. Quick commercial break. Sensation, sensation salad is dressed with a honey sesame teriyaki glaze and Susan's vinaigrette. But to call them. Fuck Zaxby's. Welcome back, True Seeker. There's been a big buzz the last couple of days ever since the podcast Macro Dosing with PFT and Arian Foster. Arian Foster is a former NFL player. Did a sarcastic bit about the NFL being rigged. And a lot of people didn't pick up on the sarcasm, but if you watch past the short clip that's gone viral, you'll see how they get into it. It's kind of a joke to think that the NFL's rigged. And then they start talking about Larry Johnson. And, of course, Larry Johnson's the former NFL running back, who I did an interview with in 2020. 
and I asked him then if he thought the league was rigged. He didn't have a lot to say about it back then, Larry Johnson, but now he is openly calling out the NFL, saying all of pro sports is rigged, and Larry Johnson's also become quite the uh, user of gematria numerology to expose the rigging. And, of course, he learned that from yours truly. So... These guys do a sarcastic bit on the NFL being rigged, and then Arian Foster starts to talk about how he thinks, like, maybe Larry Johnson kind of lost his mind, and that's why it's put him on this funny path. I'm going to play this segment. Hopefully they don't try to take down the video for copyrights. Because it's not about that. I just want people to hear exactly what they said. And then I'm going to respond. And maybe we can even get a conversation with these gentlemen. So... Let me uh, let me make sure the audio settings are right here so everybody can hear everything as it should be heard. And I will play this clip all the way through without interrupting. And when they get done talking about the numerology and, and the NFL rig, that's when I'll respond. And I think our audio settings are good. So with that said, let's watch the clip. And actually, before I play it, if you want to watch this full segment, again, the, the channel is Macro Dosing with PFT and Arian Foster. Um, this video is titled Nano Dose, PFT Commenter, and Arian Foster Read the Script that NFL Uses to Rig Games. And it was posted January 30th. What's funny about this is they actually start this stream by talking about the 27 Club. And, and I'll comment on that as well. But here's them in their own words. It's funny, before we started taping, uh, Aaron was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would get dropped off at his locker. Mm -hmm. And you would have to, you know, it was like week one, you'll do this. Week two, you're going to have hamstring injury. Week three, this is going to happen. Yeah. Week four, you're going to get three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And so then you just have to, did you memorize those? Before the season started, or would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it, so it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on, and this is what we have to do mm -hmm. in order to. Yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call yeah, because they hate you. Yeah. They love the Colts. Yeah, that like, sort of thing. Uh, WWF was so like, yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you still got put on a show. Yeah. What did you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off a cliff when you stopped believing in God? That was 2015. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Around there. It was 2015. And uh, oddly enough, yeah, the scriptwriters didn't have anything to do with that, actually. Uh, it just had more so to do with um, they needed to change the scenery in Houston. It's time to go. Yeah, it's time to go. So they, they wanted to get everybody out of Houston. That was the ultimate goal. So that, that was what that uh, was about. <laughs> uh, can we please clip just that part? <laughs> I have it done. And put it out. And we'll be like, well, Aaron Foster, Larry Johnson. Sure. <laughs> Is Larry okay? Uh, I, he, I think he, initially he wasn't. Like, there was some real mental issues. Like, I think, like, he, like, went through some shit, right? Yeah. But I think now he is. Because I was watching, I watched some shit um, that he put out a while back. And um, uh, he, he sounds sane, but the things that he's saying aren't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's like, I just, that's fine. He, he's just, I think he's just riding the, 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 the algorithm. He's yeah. Riding the wave. I saw one thing he was doing that was really into numerology where he was just, yeah, he just sees numbers everywhere. And then he's like, you have to follow the numbers and he'll just like find a two in some word and then find a two in like some stat that he pulls. I'll be like, they're trying to tell you something. You just have to listen to the universe. Yep. So yeah, I, I, that's a good way to describe it. I think he sounds, he sounds 
mentally healthy, but um, the stuff that he cares about what they is do. just bizarre. They yeah. discredit you. I mean, it's, they discredit you. Yeah, because they know the truth. The they know that Larry Johnson's telling the truth, but they don't, seven. you know, hey man, that's the spell. They have to tell you about it, but then they'll tell you that they're not point that the, that it's not serious, even though it really is serious. So they're trying to downplay this shit with Larry Johnson. Oh, he's just picking numbers and shit. They not they're not gonna explain the, the the formulas and shit to you because then you'll really see what Larry Johnson is talking about. The shit is real, man. The shit is rigged. It's rigged, similar to how Arian Foster is sarcastically saying it is. You know what I mean? I don't think it's right before training camp. I'm pretty sure it's before every game. Script might get flipped in the middle of the game and shit. But I mean, you have to be a dumbass to not see that the games aren't rigged. You know what I mean? That's just me. And I know most of you are dumbasses. So, hey. Every now and then, the numerology thing doesn't make sense to me because there's there's nine digits, right? Yep. Nine distinguished digits. Actually, ten if you count zero. Mm-hmm. And those appearing in various different types of patterns across stuff, like, you got to understand, like, that that's bound to happen statistically. If you're, like, so with the numbers, that's what yeah. I would get. Yeah, so, see, these, are, these are fucking like, idiots. Yeah. These are like, dumbasses. People rationally are like, oh, 666 here, 666 there, you know, 33. And they're like, start scrambling with the numbers. But it's like, hey, if you're so into numbers, wouldn't you understand that statistically numbers are going to repeat over because there's only a finite amount? Of well, they're not into numbers for any rational, rational reason. They're into numbers for whatever suits, whatever their current interest is. So if they studied numbers in any real way, like to become a mathematician, then they would see how it's silly and the statistical probability of what they're saying is high. Like, uh, everything is connected to everything if you want it to be. And that's what everybody says. I like numbers. Everybody I like will say that. It's all connected. Numbers are okay. You don't fuck with numbers? No, I, I like letters better. Really? Yeah, I'm a letters guy. Like, what about angel numbers? Like, I have my angel numbers. What is an angel This number? seems like something I don't... This is a girl thing. It sounds like the crystal shop. Yeah, it's total crystal shop stuff. It's like... Um, three digits on top, like next to each other. So it's like four, 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 five, 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 and all of them mean something different. So, like, uh, if you see, if you look every time you look at the clock, it's like always two twenty two or yeah. always one eleven. Then it's supposed to be like your you like adopted as your angel number, and then it means different things. So each of them mean different things. It's, People are gonna roast me for this, but it's a lot of things that like a lot of girls like. So like, I have my angel numbers that I see all the time, and then you. You're like, oh, okay. Well, mine's nine eleven because every time I look at the clock, it's nine eleven. Okay, but that's not how angel numbers work because that's, that's not a three terrible around. angel number. That's, 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 that's a demon angel. number. Yeah. No, like that might be the worst angel number to have. No, but it's because that number like has so much emotion attached to it that when I I, I consciously register that number, whereas when I see one thirty, yeah. I've probably seen it just as many times. Like it doesn't register because there's nothing scary about one thirty. Is that the same thing as confirmation bias? Yes. Yeah. So it's like when you buy a red car yes. and you drive around you and you're like, oh shit, there's a lot of red cars everywhere. Exactly. Or like if uh, there's a, a high profile athlete that gets hit in the chest and his heart stops and he has to be brought back to life, then uh, every other time you see another athlete that suffers some sort of a cardiac event, you're like, wow, there's so many cardiac events going on right now. Something new is happening yeah. in the world. Yeah, they actually studied that. They studied, like, the events that happened with um, athletes. Mm-hmm. And it's about re- relatively the same. Yeah. Right? It's, it happens. Yeah, but people just notice them, like, way, way, way more now. Mm-hmm. So your angel number is Billy 9-11, great. <laughs> and, and, and uh, like, one eleven or 11-11. 
Okay. So one one one. It's like oh one 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 make wish. So you, got, you, got, you got three different names in them? No, but those are the numbers. Man, if Zach were to get these niggas on this podcast, he would crush their ass. He, they're not even going to accept it, though. They ain't going to try to fuck with this. That's fire. They ain't going to fuck with this. It's like the majority of you. The majority of you are not. People like my mom, probably my dad, cousins, shit. They're like, yeah, he's just pulling numbers out of his ass. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Meanwhile, we're proving the same shit every day. Predicting the same shit every day. Nothing, but hey, hey, who are we? It's not rigged, huh? <laughs> it'd be a state, that's right. They they say that there's a there's a Jay Z bar for every situation, and there it really is. Like he is a fucking goat. Jay Z bar for any every situation. situation, any situation. The four 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 is my angel number that I always think. Yeah. Listen to that. I, I saw hot take. That's my favorite. Jay-Z album. I know it's a hot take. Big Pimp. That's, that's your angel bar? When you hear when you hear Jay-Z, you think Big Pimp. That's no, actually, Watch the Throne. I've listened to Watch the Throne a lot recently, just because there's some bangers on that. And, uh, like, Ham, like, is one of my favorites. It's like one of the worst songs on the album. I know, but it's so hype. <laughs> Really just appreciates hype songs. Yeah, I get you. Stuff that just gets him going. Well, we've, been lifting, we've been lifting to it yeah. recently. It's good stuff. The Ranger. I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. What is this? We got, are these the angel numbers here? How do I find my angel number? Yeah. It comes to you. Okay. <laughs> you don't go to your angel. Yeah. It comes it, to you. It becomes part of, like, I just started seeing 444 all This the is time. like that movie, the number 23. I uh, see that. Bro, Jim Carrey killed that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he mentioned that. Larry Johnson mentions number 23 in his low rant. Because there is something called the 23 Enigma. Okay. Which it? just throughout literature and throughout history, mm-hmm. the number 23 appears a lot in a lot of uh, influential texts. Just like number seven no. in the Bible. <laughs> the Bible is based on seven. And three. And, and 33. Three's in there? 33? A bunch of threes and yeah. 33s. Yeah, so that, I mean, I there, there's just numbers. Yeah, they're at Jordan. <laughs> Trusting these light skinned niggas, man. I'm telling you now, especially you ladies, y'all gullible asses. Alright. Okay. Alright. Black pepper corns is another well known trick for bringing down a hot. Recordings just got better. Okay, well, it went to a commercial, and that's perfect because that's where they get off the number topic and then they start talking about eating spicy things. But anyhow, <laughs> I, I want to begin by addressing where the one guy makes the point that, you know, if people studied numerology, they should see that all of these things that they, you know, essentially keep account of are, are highly probable. And it's like, really? This stuff is highly probable. Right. He's a fucking idiot. Okay. So I'm going to get to the point that I continue to make. The world of pro sports is scripted. It's synced up with the news. It's synced up with the rest of the world of entertainment. And it's ritualistic, always paying tribute to history. Again, I've been proving this point for a decade and accurately forecasting the future and nailing a bunch of sports futures. 
And again, I just want you to think about this. We're having the first Super Bowl. Keep in mind Arian Foster, the football player they have on there. He wore the number 23, and right. this stunt comes at the beginning of 2023. Exactly. And then they're even talking about Jim Carrey's the number 23. Capricorn. Anyhow, we're having the first all-black quarterback Super Bowl on the first ever Super Bowl played on Abraham Lincoln's birthday, which is Super Bowl 57. And right before this Super Bowl, Will Smith put out the film Emancipation. And, of course, Lincoln is responsible for the Emancipation Proclamation, freeing the slaves. Notice, first of all, that this movie is two hours and 12 minutes long. What day is Lincoln's birthday? 2-12, which is the date of the Super Bowl. That's just a coincidence, guys. And, again, they just happened to put out this movie. Fucking idiots, man. I cannot stand people, bro. We'll get to the number of days before. I am such an Dawson, alien. Who died on Kobe Bryant Day? Who's from Philly, <coughs> and of course, Len Dawson, Len Dawson played for the Chiefs. But if you're new here, gematria, the practice of coding numbers into words, something that Larry Johnson now talks a lot about. There are four base ciphers. Out of these four ciphers, the most important cipher is the dark blue, which is the alphabetic order with the rules of numerology. Notice emancipation has gematria 57. You know. Also relevant are things like running the alphabetic order in reverse numerology. Yesterday we heard about the Eagles player getting indicted for rape right before Super Bowl 57. His name, Josh Sills, is 57. But anyhow, the four base ciphers are the alphabetic order, the alphabetic order with the rules numerology, the reverse alphabetic order, the reverse alphabetic order with the rules numerology. Very intuitive. And, for example, when Len Dawson died earlier this year, Chiefs star quarterback who played in Super Bowl one and won Super Bowl four with the Chiefs, he died exactly 172 days before the Super Bowl. And you see the most simple cipher in the alphabetic order. Kansas City Chiefs is 172. And he died at age 87 after becoming a Hall of Famer in 87, which was the year that a black quarterback first won the Super Bowl, Doug Williams with the Redskins, and his GM, Bobby Beathard, just died right before Super Bowl 57. But anyhow, Len Dawson died exactly 172 days before the Super Bowl on Kobe Bryant Day. We covered this, Kobe from Philly, and now Chiefs Philly. But he died at 87, and he died 65 days after his birthday. And notice, where Philadelphia is 65, Philadelphia Eagles is 87. Again, Len Dawson dead at 87, 65 days after his birthday. (coughs) Philadelphia solved the boy in the box mystery this year, supposedly, which happened in 57, 65 years ago. And um, the boy in the box, let me get his name again. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. Joseph Augustus Zarelli. And not by accident, because again, it's about news and sports being synced together. Joseph Augustus Zarelli, 87, right? Just like Philadelphia Eagles, 87. Travis Kelsey, it's the first Super Bowl of two brothers. Travis Kelsey versus brother Jason Kelsey, who plays for the Eagles. Travis Kelsey just happens to be one career touchdown from 87 coming into this game. We talked about this in the conference championships, how he might very well get 87 in the Super Bowl. And again, coming back to this Will Smith movie, Emancipation 57, for the record, Abe Lincoln responsible for the Emancipation Proclamation. Notice Abe Lincoln is also 57, right? 
Abe Lincoln's also 87 and 42. Like slavery is 87 and 42. Jalen Hurts has the same birthday as the Arizona Cardinals quarterback. The Cardinals are hosting the Super Bowl. Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts are both born on 8-7, August 7th. And with regards to the slavery in 42 thing, again, Arizona also has that 42. So does Tuskegee. You know, so do names like Martin and Malcolm All X. All coincidence, Mom and uh, Dad. I guess they heard about Rovon, the mother of Tyree Nichols. Sister and you know, brother. Beaten by five officers, only for the video to be released the same day Memphis got their fifth straight loss to Minneapolis, of all cities, where the last provoking video of George Floyd came from. And, um, anyhow, coming back to the emancipation thing, emancipation 57 Super Bowl on Emancipation Proclamation Responsible Party Abe Lincoln's birthday Again the film came out December 9th which was 65 days before the Super Bowl Super Bowl's on the 43rd day of the year December 9th leaves 22 days left in the year 43 plus 22 65 elementary math which most people would struggle with. Like and a football again, that's player. part of the reason people don't catch on. A because fucking running Americans back. are really bad at math. That's why you can go to all the big tech companies where you need to be good at math to have the jobs and you'll realize almost no Americans live there. But again, this is a reflection of the nation we live in. All of the best job paying jobs in this nation are occupied by foreigners, Chinese, Russians, you know, other Far East countries, Indians. Again, go to, go to Silicon Valley, go to Seattle, these big tech centers, you won't find any Americans working in these places for the most part. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, but maybe like uh, maybe 5% of the workforce there is American, 95% foreigners. Anyhow, perfectly synced with the Super Bowl is this film, and the film released on Will Smith's 76th day of his age. Again, Acts 7-6 is the well-known verse about slavery in the Bible. And we talk about this all the time. When you run the alphabetic order in reverse, slave is 76. So is Negro. So is Blues. So is Rasta. You know, phrases like strange fruits, 76. The nation's first black president, Barack Obama, 76. When was Black History Month recognized by the federal government? 76. And what day did the All government the recognize Mom, Black Dad, History Month? Uncle, on auntie, February 10th. Sister, brother. 10 slash 2, like 102, where <laughs> slavery's 102 in the American Civil War, which had everything to do with slavery, began on April 12th, the 102nd day of the year. Again, last year on April 12th, 2022, you had the Underground Railroad shooting in New York, blamed on an older black man. And they said it took them 30 hours to find him. Slavery 30, 102. They said all the cameras were out when it happened. Just a big old coincidence. But with regards to the 102 thing, look at Will Smith's birthday. September 25th, 68. His birthday has numerology of 102. 9 plus 25 plus 68 is 102. And the Emancipation Proclamation was first issued by Lincoln on September 22nd, 1862, the day leaving 102 days left in the year. So, again, the, the one guy on here, sorry, way to get it back up without the commercial in the way. But again, while you've been waiting to see if EVs are a thing, my dad went electric. Up to 360 miles on a single. Again, the one guy who said his angel numbers. Oh, here, I get, here, I'm just going to play this and get the commercial off the screen for a second. Hey. 
two commercials? Wow. Hey. <gasps> I person. The, yeah, it's the same guy over here, the guy on the right side of the screen, who said his angel numbers are 9-11 and 1-11. Remember, September 11th happened on the day, leaving 111 days left in the year, and New York equals 1-11, so that kind of seemed like a weird thing to say. But, um, and again, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if Americans weren't brain dead, they would have realized that 9-11 was a numerology ritual. We can get into that one, too. But first, let's finish here. So, Will Smith, who has all the perfect numbers, they released the movie on the most perfect day of his age. Again, this guy over here on the right says all of this stuff is highly probable, and then Aaron Foster goes like, yeah, if you go to school and have a real math degree, you'd, you'd realize that all of this... Easily adds up. somebody who has a master's in education, who's been a school teacher, who's taught math, who's tutored math, and who figured this out. And the reason I figured this out is because I'm good at pattern recognition, I'm good at mathematics, I'm good at probability. Everything I'm showing every day is improbable. Uh, again, uh, the, the odds of this film coming out on Will Smith's 76th day of his age, this number that's so important to black history and the history of slavery and the Bible, the odds of it coming out on his 76th day of his age are what? One in 365. You could round that to one in 400, which is about a quarter of a percent chance. If there's a drawing and you have a one in 365 chance of winning, do you feel like you're definitely going to win that drawing? Do you feel like your odds of winning that drawing are high? No, of course you don't. You know, you're in a room full of uh, nearly 400 people. You feel like it's highly probable you're going to win the drawing? No, of course not. And... Uh, again, that's just one element. So you're taking a fraction of a percentage point and then saying, and then what are also the odds that, you know, black history and the Bible are so connected to slavery in 76? So you're taking something else that has astronomical odds with these astronomical odds, and then you're also saying, what are the odds of a word equaling 76? What are the odds that slave, negro, blues, rasta all equal 76? Strange fruit, Barack Obama, the first black president. What are the odds of all of those things equaling 76? Again, all of these things have slim odds. And when you multiply something with slim odds times something with slim odds times something with slim odds, you get to one in million percent chance, you know, a, a, a teeny tiny fraction. It's even smaller than that. Yet this stuff goes on every single day. Every single day this goes on. And then you have clowns like this getting together who don't know anything about anything. And, I mean, just to even be in the mindset to think that the NFL isn't rigged. I mean, you got to be brain dead to not see how rigged the NFL is. Brady comes back from 25 points on 2 slash 5. His opposing teams fall to 2 and 5 against him in Super Bowls. And Falcons equals 25. And not to mention before the game was even played, I guaranteed Brady would win and it would be all about 25. As we've done many times. But anyhow, 
This stuff's not an accident. It's because it's all in the world of entertainment. It's all synced up. Remember when Kobe died, Kobe who went from Philly to LA, like Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Kobe's death was all synced with Will Smith. Here, another easy one. Again, reminding that the, the dark blue cipher, by the way, a headline today, New Jersey councilwoman, young black woman murdered at age 30 yesterday. It's an unsolved mystery right now on the first day of Black History Month. I wonder why it happened. Again, mm. slavery's 30, Tuskegee's 30, a lot of things are. Martin's 30, Malcolm X is 30, the N-word. the N-word's 30, the list goes on, you know. <clears throat> and, and her name is, um, hold on. Her name equals 30. Eunice, her first name equals 30. Her name is Eunice. Yeah. Eunice Dwumfor, murdered at age 30 on the first day of Black History Month. 30. Eunice 30. Pure cypher. Alphabet forwards with the okay, rules of numerology the, applied. The, the Stop playing with my court. man. Kobe Bryant, 41. Kobe Bryant, 41. Dead at 41 while traveling from Catholic Mass on the Pope's 41st day of his age. Oh, what are the odds of that? Kobe Bryant, 157 in reverse. Kobe Bryant dead on the 157th day of being 41 years old. Kobe Bryant, 113. 44 days before his death, he was in the news for helping out with a car accident, only to die in an accident. They not ready, man. These are imbeciles that we're dealing with. Damn, what the hell? Nah.
Freemason allegory. So, I mean, again, most people, most people are aware of the Damar Hamlin incident, but just to review that, because this is related to that. That Damar Hamlin um, plays for the Buffalo Bills of the NFL, and on January 2nd, on Monday Night Football, he had the cardiac arrest on the field uh, in Cincinnati against the Cincinnati Bengals. And he became America's darling. He became the main story in the news. And he still is America's darling. I have a prediction that he, he will they'll bring him out for the coin toss for the Super Bowl. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. But well, uh, I, I uh, decoded that incident and I indicated the multiple elements of the initiation ceremony for the third degree master mason of Scottish, sorry, of York Rite Freemasonry, and that's where you get the kneeling or genuflecting on one knee. That's based on the initiation ceremony for the master mason, the third degree master mason. So I've, I've gone over that, and this is related to that. And uh, so we'll see elements of that with, with Tyree Nichols. And there's a specific branch of Freemasonry. I guess this is a primarily York Rite Freemasonry, which is for African Americans. Freemasonry is segregated. There are some lodges that are not segregated. You will meet some Freemasons, and if you tell them, "Well, why are you segregated? How can you be segregated?" That's one of the that's one of the um, challenges that they get from the public. You know. Segregation, this is 2023, you're segregated. And some of them will say that they're not segregated. Well, those lodges that are not segregated, that are, rich, that are racially integrated, are not recognized by the mother lodge in England. That, that, so the integrated ones are not recognized. It's only the segregated ones that the mother lodge will recognize. So yes, there is uh, racial segregation in Freemasonry and the Freemasonry for Black people is Prince Hall Freemasonry. Prince Hall is the name of uh, the founder, you know, a black man in Boston, Massachusetts, who was, you know, in the past, Freemasonry did not, uh, all, all American institutions were like that, did not allow black people in them. But it was Prince Hall. And uh, actually, it was actually Irish. He, he had to get, uh, uh, he had to get basically a white lodge to recognize them. And no white lodge would recognize any blacks, but the first lodge in Boston that would recognize a Freemason lodge was an Irish lodge, interestingly, uh, in Boston. And that is how Prince Hall Freemasonry was established by That's Prince why Hall. Shaq had to play to the uh, that is the Celtics. name of the uh, person who established it. And it was a Mason in Boston. It was in called Boston the, the very first uh, lodge founded by Prince Hall was called you could call it, it was in 1784. So th this is, this was before the emancipation of, of slaves. This is 1784. Slaves were in emancipated till, uh, till uh, 1863. And it's called the African Grand Lodge. Or it could also be called the African Lodge. If you go to the Wikipedia page, you'll see a, a portrait of Prince Hall. And he has an apron where it says African Lodge. That was the first uh, 
black Freemason Lodge, Prince Hall. You call it the African Lodge or the African Grand Lodge. And so the release of the videos of the Tyree Nichols arrest and beating, as you mentioned, this is happening right as Black History Month starts. It coincides with the beginning of Black History Month, which is February in, in the United States. And again, as you mentioned, this Black History Month, we will see a historic Super Bowl where the two starting quarterbacks are both black. And that will be February 12th. Uh, well, February, uh, February 12th is Abraham Lincoln's birthday. So the, the, the first Super Bowl with two black starting quarterbacks happens on Abraham Lincoln's birthday, which is uh, February 12th. And we all know the significance of Abraham Lincoln to black history. He signed by executive order the historical Emancipation Proclamation. And Wikipedia, I'm going to ask for Wikipedia, they give two dates. I don't, sometimes there are two dates for things. Uh, one hand, they say Emancipation Proclamation was on uh, January 1st, but it was also on September. I don't know if there's a difference between the signing and the actual announcement, but one of the dates given is September 22nd, 1863. You know, I'm Wikipedia for the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation by Abraham Lincoln. And it's also, technically it's, it's called Proclamation 95 in official documents. The Emancipation Proclamation is called Proclamation 95, which is a significant number. Now, September 22nd is you know, 20, 22nd September as well. It's 229 or 922, the date of the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation. Well, in Jamaica, if you take the name of the first Prince Hall, you know, Freemason Lodge, African Lodge, comes to 229. That's the same as the date of the Emancipation Proclamation. That's African, African Lodge also comes uh, to 95. Like the Emancipation Proclamation was Proclamation 95, or African Lodge was to 95. African Grand Lodge is 95. So it can be called African Lodge, it can also be called African Grand Lodge. And they, in Jamaica, they both come to 95, and the Emancipation Proclamation was Proclamation 95. And the, the home of the Philadelphia Eagles, who will be contesting the Super Bowl, I mean, I mean, most people know this, but the the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles is Jalen Hurts, who's black, and the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs is Pat Mahomes. His, his father's black, his mother's white, but, you know, he's still considered African-American. And so that's who's involved. The Philadelphia Eagles' home stadium is a Lincoln financial field, so there's more of a Lincoln connection, again, with the home field. And we'll talk about the number three, which is central to Freemasonry, which I talked about in the Damar Hamlin incident. Damar Hamlin. Rainbow, before you, go, before you go on to the three part, I just want to make a point about, I never really thought about, thought about this before, but this fits in with a huge theme. The Proclamation 95 was signed September 22nd, which is the day leaving 102 days left in the year. And of course, in Gematria, slavery equals 102, kind of like how the first Black History Month was recognized by the federal government on February 10th, 10 slash 2, like 102. 
And again, they just did the ritual with releasing the beating of Tyree Nichols on the 102nd day of the NBA season while Memphis was playing in Minneapolis where George Perry Floyd was killed. And George Perry Floyd also has that Gematria 102-like slavery. But Proclamation 95 on the day leaving 102 days left in the year. The other year, it was two seasons ago. Last year was the 102nd season. But uh, two years ago, the NFL had games on October 2nd. And it just so happened that that was the day of the most black quarterbacks playing against each other in NFL history. And ESPN's cover story for that game was uh, it was before the Deshaun Watson suspension when he was with the Texans. It was the Ravens versus the Texans. And the Ravens beat the Texans that day, becoming 10-2 against them, like 102. But a uh, big, long pattern with that 102 in slavery. And I never caught before that Proclamation 95 was on the day leaving 102 days left in the year. Um, so, just wanted to get that in there. Yeah, great, great additions. Also, I am going to talk about, I did mention uh, later in, in the in the decode about the George Floyd. And, yeah, so that's part of this as well. But, yeah, yeah, that's, that's relevant. So... Number three, which is the big number for DeMar Hamlin, which I talked about. And it's a big number in like the central number of Freemasonry. And in the DeMar event, the uh, DeMar Hamlin event, it is significant that he changed his number, or he didn't change it. I mean, that's not his decision. The number was changed before this season. And for those who are aware, well, football is very unusual for a player of his position to wear number three. It's just, I know they're starting to change in the NFL. They're trying to mix some numbers up where it doesn't really matter what position you play, but traditionally that's never a, a number for his position. And it appears to have been done with, you know, very likely with, with this in mind because it aligns so accurately with so many details with Freemason ritual and allegory, the number three, which is Hammond's number. And everybody's wearing 3D and tributes all across the country, all these different platforms. That number three... With, with respect to Damar Hamlin, like the love for Damar, that's the hashtag that's going out, and then number three. Again, that's Freemasonry putting out the vibration of the number three. That's this is their significance. Because they don't, they don't own it. It's, you know, this is just natural. You know, they're just using whatever it is. There's you no know, way you can't invent the number three. The three has power. All these, all these different religions and mystery traditions, three and trinities is very central. So it's a very central theme. It's beyond Freemasonry. It's just, it's a powerful number just, in the universe, uh, and that's what they're—they want something putting out there. And uh, I'll give an example of Freemason. There are three degrees of York Rite Freemasonry: first degree entered apprentice, second degree fellow craft, third degree master mason. I'll go over all the three. These are some of them. I went over them in my Demar Hamlin decode, and also did a video on that. Rambo, did you uh, know that? Are... Did you know that Hamlin was the vice president to Lincoln? Oh, that's a good one. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Hannibal Hamlin. Hannibal Hamlin. Yeah, that's just not a household name. You'd think the vice president to Abraham Lincoln would be a much more uh, uh, well-known. Right. Name, but no, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I actually just, somebody pointed that out to me. I didn't know it either, and I wondered if you knew. Because, yeah, you don't really think about that vice president, but that's who Lincoln's vice president was, Hannibal Hamlin. Yeah, but you'd think he'd be more famous because when Lincoln got shot, wouldn't, did, did, didn't he be, so he was president after Lincoln died? He did not become president. 
It was different back then. Oh, that's what I mean. Oh, okay, okay. I guess that's why he's not too famous. Then. Right. But yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good handle. I gotta look that one up. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so there, there are three lodges of Freemasonry. There's the Blue Lodge, which is the three degrees of York Rite Freemasonry. There's the Red Lodge, which is up to the 32nd degree of Scottish Rite Freemasonry. And then there's the White Lodge, which is 33rd degree Scottish Rite and up. There are actually some, believe it or not, like 90-something degree Freemasonry. I don't even know how that works. That's Scottish Rite. But those would be the White Lodges. So the red, white, and blue are Freemason colors. And they get that from ancient Egypt. Not Egypt, called itself, Kemet. Ancient Egypt or ancient Kemet. That's where they get it from. They draw a lot from, from Egypt. They had the red crown. The pharaohs who wore the red crown were in the... They were in the, the north of Egypt, which is considered lower Egypt. And the white crown was the south of Egypt, which is considered upper Egypt. And the blue crown is a war crown. When they went to war, they, the pharaohs would wear the blue crown. But the gods were also, because pharaohs were considered gods as well. And, and they were worshipped, they were, you know, they made the people worship them as gods. But also the gods were depicted with crowns. And Osiris, who I've talked about, I've talked about the Hiram of Bif ritual, Hiram of Osiris was killed by Seth, that's, you know, he's a vegetation god, that's the sun going down. That the equinoxes, the, the ancient Egypt, they really stressed the equinoxes. The equinoxes are very important, and then Freemasonry, modern secret societies, draw from ancient Egypt. That's why the equinoxes are, are central. There's so many rituals around the equinoxes. And Osiris is depicted with a white crown. The white crown is the crown of upper Egypt, which is the south. But red, white, and blue comes from ancient Egypt, and... They're the colors of the three lodges of Freemasonry. That's why the, look at the major powers in the world. How many of them have red, white, and blue? The United States, Great Britain, Russia, France. That all comes from Freemasonry, which actually comes from ancient Egypt. Red, white, and blue crowns of ancient Egypt. And uh, it's significant that this is happening in Memphis, Tennessee. And what is Memphis, Tennessee named after? Well, it's named after the former capital of ancient Kemet slash Egypt, which was Memphis. And let's give an example of how that's no coincidence. They're going all out on this. They actually have a pyramid in Memphis, a very famous pyramid in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, it's, just, it's not the, the Bass Pro Shops pyramid, but you can see the ancient Egyptian mythology that they're really stressing. And of course, the Mississippi River, it's obvious. It's, it's a metaphor for the river now. So... Yeah, this is, this is what goes into, into these uh, allegories. And like I, like I showed in my DeMar Hamlin decode, DeMar Hamlin paid for the Buffalo Bills. The red, white, and blue of the Buffalo Bills uniform uh, is a reference to the red, white, and blue of Freemasonry. And that's why the Buffalo Bills were chosen for that ritual. So their colors, red, white, and blue. And I'll, I'll do more on the red, white, and blue. There's more to that related to this. And another one, uh, number three, a big one here with the Tyree uh, Nichols is that he died three days after being initially arrested and beaten. So he was initially arrested and beaten on January 7th, and he died on January 10th, three days later. I think of the allegory of, okay, Christmas is an allegory, some people say it's historic, but the, the, the narrative of Jesus Christ who, who dies, 
and he's resurrected three days later. So again, these themes, like I've said, the number three, it's throughout everything, throughout religions, throughout all the mystery traditions that predated Christianity and the Abrahamic religions long ago. This number three, it's just a central number to just the universe and life itself. Jesus Christ, the resurrected three days. Terry Nichols died three days after being arrested. Number three. Uh, now there are three pillars in Freemason iconography. Uh, one is this Boaz Jackin, uh, are the twin pillars, there's a middle pillar, but they're also known as the pillars of wisdom, the pillars of strength, and the pillar of beauty. As I mentioned in my initial Damar Hamlin decode, one of the big threes is that in Freemasonry they have the original three grand masters of Freemasonry. The original three grand masters of Freemasonry are King Solomon, Hiram Abiff, and King Hiram of Tyre. The, the wisdom pillar is Solomon. The beauty pillar is Hiram Abiff. Hiram Abiff was a master builder, a master architect, who was commissioned to build Solomon's temple. He was commissioned and hired to build Solomon's temple by King Hiram, has the same name, of Tyre. Hiram of Tyre is who commissioned the building of Solomon's temple, who found Hiram Abiff was the best master, he's a master mason, master architect, to build a temple for King Solomon. So the wisdom pillar is Solomon, beauty pillar is Hiram Abiff, strength pillar is King Hiram of Tyre, and this is where it ties in with Tyree Nichols. It's the same name, Tyre, it's just Americanized. It's pronounced Tyree, but it's Tyre. It's T-Y-R-E. In Freemason ritual, this is a reference to the, the man who commissioned the building of Solomon's Temple. Solomon's Temple is, is central to, to Freemasonry, and we're probably scratching the surface on all the events that have gone on in the news. Maybe they, uh, most of them are not as publicized as this, that were based on this Solomon's Temple allegory, which in some cases is taken as literal, if there was a literal physical temple, and that Solomon was an actual person, historical and for many, they say, no, they're not necessarily literal. They are figurative. Uh, some say there's also the allegory of the temple being the temple of your head. And, you know, the twin pillars being the two hemispheres left and right of your brain. So there are many interpretations of this Solomon's Temple allegory. So there's Hiram of Tyre who commissioned it, T-Y-R-E, and that's why we get the this name here, Ty Tyree Nichols, which is Tyre. Now, February 1st, uh, 2003, that's, that's today, uh, they had the uh, it's a memorial and funeral for, uh, there was at least a uh, ceremony for Tyree Nichols, and it wasn't held at any random place. It was held at a church called Mason Temple. I mean, that pretty much clinches it. All this cannot be a coincidence. It was the, the memorial for Tyree, who has the same name as the man who commissioned the building of Solomon's Temple. He has the same name. His memorial ceremony was held at Mason Temple. I think that pretty much wraps up. I mean, after this, if, this is cognitive dissonance at this point if you don't think this is Freemason ritual involved. And I don't say he did that. Maybe he did that. And just in addition to it being at Mason Temple in Gematria, 
Tyree Nichols, the way it's spelled, equals 58, like Freemasonry, like Secret Society, like Benjamin Crump, who was there, like how Kamala, who spoke today, is 58 years old. And then, of course, February is the month that equals 42, like Freemason. And in the video they released, the beating starts at 33 minutes past the hour, like Rodney King was beaten on 3-3, like the George Floyd writing started on East 33rd Street, and again, masonry, secrecy, order, race war, federal, they're all 33, police, 33, fraternals, 58, but but again, it, like, those are like the, the numbers they code again and again, 58, 42, 33 with Freemasonry, they're all present in this ritual, and then here it is at Mason Temple, I'm really glad you found that headline, because I, I looked up, um, I, I couldn't figure out for sure what church it was at. I, I, I even did a, I'm surprised that I didn't pull up his headline. But I saw the, the picture they used of Al Sharpton, what was written on the podium, and I did a search for that, and it did pull up Mason Temple. But I noticed there were several different temple churches in Memphis. Um, the other thing about the word temple itself, temple has the Gematria 71, just like African American does, and so does the family surname Wells. And the, the original date of the beating was the seventh day of the first month, and um, Kamala, who spoke today, her full name, Kamala Debbie Harris is 71, as is Katanji Brown Jackson, as is African-American, but African-American and Temple share that 71 connection as well. So yeah, I mean, that's just why, it's just so undeniable, especially when you know the Gematria, you see how the numbers are coded over and over, but yeah, great job on all of it and finding this headline because I was trying to confirm earlier if this is the church they were at okay good job uh, yeah thanks yeah Mason Temple they're telling you Mason Temple I mean <laughs> Temple of Solomon I mean it's right there who built the Temple commissioned the Temple of Solomon Hiram of Tyre what's his name Tyre it's just pronounced different uh, you know I should also say, the uh, word Mason also has a Gematria 17, and, and the date he was beaten can be written 1-7. And again, the the the, uh, the DeMar Hamlin ritual, that happened in week 17, exactly 17 weeks after he changed his jersey number. So. Yeah, and modern, Freema modern York, right, Freemasonry was established in 1717. So right. it was a big number for Freemasons. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, so. That's that. That's what it was. So it was in Minneapolis. So it wasn't in. Oh yeah, it was in Minneapolis. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. Well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Still. So the. Yeah. Thanks for correcting me. So the Memphis Grizzlies, the home team, Memphis Grizzlies, were playing in the place where George Floyd, and there the obvious comparisons, was killed, and it's Minneapolis, one of the twin cities, twin symbols. What does that have to do with Solomon's Temple? That is the signature architectural feature of Solomon's Temple is the Twin Pillars. And again, Minnesota Twin Cities, uh, George Floyd again, was killed in Gemini, but a day under Gemini, May 25th. The symbol for Gemini in the Zodiac is Twins. 
Well, uh, Tyree Nichols is a Gemini. He, he was a Gemini. Oh, he was born in June. Oh, so there's more twins. References because his name is Tyre. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. All right, we'll be right back. Quick commercial. not gonna count you know in that episode there or this episode there you know what i'm saying uh but yeah man you know it's real out here um by the numbers type shit first day of black history month so you know throughout the month really throughout the year you need a full year of me in this podcast unless somebody assassinates me or some shit um you know i really want you guys to be uh taking heed to this information pass it around and again, stay positive. Get prepared for the sun to come up tomorrow. We are on the lookout, though, for Jesus to come out of the sky, save us from fucking tyranny from these idiots out here running the world. But if not, you have people like me, Zach, and others, you know what I mean, that you can, you know, turn to, you know what I mean, um, so we can get this truth out and stop feeding the beast. <laughs> Excuse me. I, mean, I just had a salad. I've never been as full. Nonetheless, y'all hold it down. Down the Tyree Nichols. All right, we're back, True Seeker, and we are joined by Rambo, who's in the middle of breaking down. The Tyree Nichols ritual and the funeral today on the first day of Black History Month. And with that said, let's get him back on the line. There he is. All right, Rambo, you got the floor. That's what I'm talking about the twin symbolism. It's important because the architectural signature feature of Solomon's double is the twin pillars. So the Memphis Grizzlies were in Minneapolis, home of the Twin Cities with George Floyd. That died, you know, in similar circumstances on a date in Gemini. Gemini is the zodiac sign symbolized by the twins. Tyree Nichols was a Gemini, born June 5th. So twin symbol is a very important here when you're regarding any ritual regarding Solomon's Temple. The twin towers of New York City's World Trade Center were a symbolic Solomon's Temple. Three buildings came down on September 11th. The two towers and... The middle building, which is Building 7, which was primarily occupied by the Salomon Brothers uh, Investment Bank. And Salomon is Latin for Solomon. So I uh, know there are more uh, detailed uh, elements as to the, why the Twin Pillars was a symbolic temple of Solomon. But that, that's amazing. Salomon Brothers is right there. The name is on it. And we know that Freemasonry has three pillars. Of course, I always mention when I mention this is Freemasons would they highly revere Solomon's Temple. Freemasons would not destroy this object that they so highly venerate, which clearly says September 11th was not done by Freemasons. You would not destroy a symbol that is so sacred to Freemasons. But the people who did it very likely do claim to be Freemasons, and they probably are the Illuminati. Jesuits who infiltrated Freemasonry, if they did it, but a Freemason would not destroy Solomon's Temple, so they built Solomon's Temple to destroy it. They were not Freemasons. 
And Levi weren't Jewish either. You talk about the synagogue of Satan, but the, the Bible talks about in the end times, uh, uh, those who rule will be those who say they are Jews but are not, but instead are of the synagogue of Satan. That's in the Bible. It's very well because a, a Jewish person would not destroy the temple of Solomon. They revere that. But that's what the. So some of the people, you know, I'm going to see who owns the World Trade Center, we have people who claim to be Jewish, and clearly if you're doing that, that's what it stands for, then you're not what you say you are. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of uh, deception going on there, and uh, that's what it was. It was Solomon's Temple, the World Trade Center, Solomon Brothers, actually more details, I won't go into it here, which kind of nailed it down that that was Solomon's Temple, symbolically. And it was building one, building two, the two towers are building one and two, and building seven, so the one, two, seven, we talked about with the video being released on 127. Again, it's all related to Solomon's Temple, Tyree, Tyre, Hiram of Tyre, commissioned the building of Solomon's Temple. It's all about Solomon's Temple. And why do they use 127 for Solomon's Temple? Well, if you look at, in the Bible, in Psalms, uh, chapter 127, uh, Psalms 127 actually describes, it's the song of Solomon in, in, uh, this chapter 127 in the Bible of, uh, of the book of Psalms. It's actually the song of Solomon. So there's a direct a correlation between Solomon and 1 to 7 in the Bible. And what it describes in the first verse is, except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain. That build it. So they're building, they're talking about a house built by the Lord. That, that's described, who's the Lord? The Lord is God. And who's a house for God? It's, it's a temple. They're describing a temple in the song of Solomon. That is chapter 127. And so that, that's, a, that's your connection between 127 and Solomon. It's Psalms 127. But the other interesting regarding, because, you know, we're going to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is a high holy day, literally. Hold so on, here, hold on. Again, I know you already made the point, but again, that point really needs to sink in because I've never caught that before. Buildings 1, 2, and 7 fell on 9-11. And for people who don't know, the, the third building to fall, which was Building 7, was known as the Solomon Brothers Building. I knew that much. I understood that, but I did not realize how Psalms chapter 127 fit in. Wow. Uh, yeah, I actually just discovered that uh, oh, a couple of days ago, a few days ago. Uh, I, I stumbled on that. So I think there has to be some connection between 127 and Solomon's Temple. And I was looking for that connection, and that's how I found it, because it had to be. Because it came, especially here, it came up here again. I was like, why does it keep coming up with Solomon's Temple? And then, yeah, I stumbled on this. This is why. Right. Yeah, so it's Psalm 127, which is the song of Solomon, and describes building a house with the horse. Now, with regards to the Super Bowl, there's some very interesting other verses to this. That's only, I, I, as far as, you know, the timing of this, with the Super Bowl coming up, is uh, I'm looking at... Uh, Verse 4 of, of Psalms 127, it says, As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youthful arrows. What's arrows? Are some, and in, in chapter 5, it says, I mean, sorry, verse 5, Happy is the man that hath the quiver full of them, but them is arrows, a quiver full of arrows. But I really stress with arrows. Well, whose symbol is arrow? Well, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, uh, Kansas City, that's, that's the logo of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's an arrow, and their home state is called Arrowhead. So how interesting that the, the Chiefs kind of li line up with this Psalms 127 just ahead of the Super Bowl, which is going to be a historic Super Bowl, especially regarding black history. Uh, and we have the Tyree, you know, Tyre, you know, Tyre of Tyre. Prince Hall, Phoenix, and yeah, how interesting that arrows are so heavily emphasized 
in uh, Psalms 127. And uh, pencil and arrow, who shoots an arrow? Archers do. So the Jamaq is very interesting between nickel and archery, which is a, a veritable super match. Three out of the four base matches, nickels and archer line up. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's. I know that, that. I'm not saying that. I don't know what that means as far as the Super Bowl, but it shows that the ritual is connected to the Super Bowl. The same vibration. And on the same day, on 127, January 27th, at the, the time of the release of the Tyree Nichols beating, beating video, where was the Temple of Jerusalem said to be located? In Jerusalem. Well, there was news in Jerusalem on 127, that same day. And it was a, a, a alleged uh, terrorist, a Palestinian shot up a synagogue, uh, the initial reports, look at the initial reports from Yahoo News. Seven killed, and they say nearly a dozen injured. So they had to put that dozen in there. What's a dozen? It's 12. Right. There's your seven and 12. A dozen injured, seven, seven killed in Jerusalem. One, two, seven in Jerusalem on that same day. That was on one, two, seven, January 27. That was Holocaust Remembrance Day. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. You, you can... Uh, Jerusalem has the gematria of 58, like Solomon's Temple, like Secret Society, like Freemason, like Tyree Nichols, like Benjamin Crump. Jerusalem's also a 58. Yeah, I think that also ties in, uh, yeah, it's tied into Solomon's, yeah, Solomon's Temple uh, and the Twin Towers. Uh, yeah, so now there's one other direct connection between the Tyree Nichols, uh, his narrative, and Super Bowls. Uh, you know, it's, it's ahead of the upcoming Super Bowl. There's another person named Tyree Tyre. And I, again, where does it, we're getting the name Tyre. It's King Hiram of Tyre who commissioned the building of Solomon's Temple. So there's another Tyree, but with an extra E. Not that famous, but in New York, he's a legend. Everybody in New York City, especially as a sports fan, knows who he is. Uh, Relatively obscure, right? In fact, he is pretty obscure as an NFL player, except for this one achievement. Uh, he made what is regarded by many as the greatest play in the history of Super Bowls when he made what is now officially called the helmet catch. And yes, this, this, there's some, which is kind of officially by some, it's some, some considered the play of the decade, Super Bowl play of the decade. Others think it's the greatest catch ever. I mean, that's debatable, but it's called the helmet catch. It even has its own Wikipedia page, the helmet catch. The catch itself is iconic. And that was made by David Tyree. And it was a unique catch because he caught the ball with one hand, and instead of using his both hands, he pinned the football to his helmet. So the, the, foot, the football was caught between his hand and his helmet. And then he went to the ground, and the play was over the ball, didn't hit the ground, it was just caught between his hand and his helmet, it's called the helmet catch. It's a very unique play. I mean, whether it's rigged or not, that is a very unique play. It <laughs> has not been seen before or after since that a catch like that, where the ball pinned, and it was a 32-yard reception. When I say 32, I think of the Red Lodge of Freemasonry, which is Scottish, right, which is up to the 32nd degree. But it's a 32-yard reception, and it was done uh, under very clutch circumstances. It was the fourth quarter. Uh, there was, at the time he caught it, after he caught it, 
So is Eli. Yeah, the Tyree Nichols. These bitches calling me Manning Eli. Three is big here. You know, number three, the number of Demar Hamlin. Well, David Tyree was born on the third day of the year, January 3rd. Then there's the twin symbolism, you know, the twin pillars of Solomon's Temple. It's a signature feature. You only see twin symbolism in Solomon's Temple rituals. The quarterback who threw the pass to David Tyree was Eli Manning. He was also born on the third day of the year. So there's your twin symbolism. They both were born January 3rd. In fact, Got him. Eli Manning was actually born on David Tyree's first birthday. So they weren't here apart. <clears throat> and that's your twin symbolism. Them having the same birthday. And number three, the third day of the year. Tell uh, you, Gemini, Virgo, Mercury, Patrick Mahomes is a Virgo. pins the ball against his head. And that has to do with the chakra system, which is related to the, to the three pillars. The middle pillar is, sometimes it's a ladder in Freemason iconography. That actually represents the spine. In ancient Egypt, they had what's called a jet pillar. It's a pillar with uh, kind of ridges on it, which actually represents the spine. And they talk about... Uh, it is a way of opening your third eye and taking yourself to higher consciousness. And the chakra system, which ties into, you know, that's from the Vedic tradition, but it still ties into Freemasonry and other traditions, ancient Egypt. There's seven chakras, from the lowest chakra, which is the, the root chakra, all the way, and even the colors of the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, to the crown chakra. That's when you're at complete uh, full uh, consciousness. That's what that middle pillar represents, the spine and the seven chakras, which is why the middle building was built in seven. So reference to the seven chakras and the spine. That's why they call the Solomon Brothers Building Seven. It's that this is a direct reference to it. And so the sixth chakra, which is the third eye, when you open your third eye, third eye is an eye, the shape of an eye is the Mandora shape, the shape of a football. So that football represents the third eye as the eye of the chakra. And his helmet, pinning the ball against the helmet, that's the crown chakra. That's the crown. So it's the third eye chakra, Arda chakra, and the crown chakra on top of his head. That's what it represents. And it's the seventh. There's seven chakras. That's why the middle pillar. This is the spine. This is building seven. And David Tyree just happened to have a seven-year football career. In fact, his NFL career. In fact, that helmet catch was the last catch of David Tyree's. A career. Wow. Uh, just to wrap that up. And uh, again, we were, uh, another seven is the fact that when Tyree Nichols was initially arrested and beaten on the seventh day of the year. Woo. So, yeah, so that's a lot of uh, All the coincidence, though. Or we just know how God works. We figured out how God works, everyone. Very good. Yeah, excellent work again, Rambo. And, um, because coincidences yeah. are supposed uh -huh. to be rare. We ain't just pulling shit together, dumbass. Yeah, so, yeah, so this, this is a very common theme for this world. It's, it's masquerade of news events, you know, sports outcomes. It, it's in popular culture. It's Solomon's Temple. There's so much to... I mean, somebody could just do a channel just based on Solomon's Temple. Just based on that. You could, you could, you could have an abundance of... of uh, Is a recurring theme. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought clarity to that because I, I mentioned it 
that, that I knew Tyre had, the king of Tyre had something to do with Solomon's temple, and okay, he commissioned the building of the temple, so that's what it is. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, so he, he, he wanted to build a temple to honor Solomon, and so he looked for the absolute best architect, the master builder, the best of the best to build it, because he wanted just to build it. He wanted it to be perfect, and Hiram Abiff, again, this is an allegory, was considered a master mason, and he's like the, the elite uh, builder. The elite. And of course, a lot of this is also allegory. You're building your, your essentially your soul. It's allegorical as well, although it's also taken literally as well. So yeah, there are multiple interpretations of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Rambo. Excellent work. Anything else you wanted to uh, talk about tonight? That's the Eagles getting their third Super Bowl loss. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So I'll let people think about that. If, you, if you're like, well, what way is that? Just think about it. Mm. But what are the, what's the Eagles win-loss record in the Super Bowl? Yep. What is the Chiefs? Oh. I, I guess you can make an argument. Chiefs can get their third win. Chiefs, yeah, and the Chiefs can get their third loss because they're 2-2. Two two. It can only play one way, so. Yeah. Anyhow, it's only the only way it plays on the Eagles Rainbow, side Rainbow, is that it. third Super Bowl loss. It's the 103rd All right, All right, NFL night. season. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's all, folks.